All right, you guys, what's going on? It's hit a metaphysical lick. And today I'm with my beautiful cousin Lacey again, you know, Hello. from poems, TikToks, <laughs> dog walks and ragers at random people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've experienced a lot in life and you've been around the world. You made the best jokes and you've also been <laughs> I very- do. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I also always consider you like a very, very important part of growth and just someone you know family that's been there ever since I was like a little kid so and that's really important to me um and even didn't we check our co-star astrology app and our 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 planets and stuff align you know so yeah our pattern have like similar life Uh uh-huh so that makes sense right so today we're gonna get back into some juicy street gossip that we've kind of mutually agreed on talking about and the topics today are feeling lost and finding power in desperation. So, Miss Thang, what's the tea? What's going on with you? Well, with me, I'm doing great. Um, I just living my my best life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As you should. Uh, as I should. Um, what about you, though? You hit you hit a rock. Yeah, I definitely. I've been going through like a lot of things, and I'll keep some most of it private, but. Long story short, just kind of going through like ups and downs and trying to kind of heal certain patterns within myself so that I can evolve and grow and manifest more things that are like better for me and also have an open invitation to invite better things to me too. Um, Because that's like super important. And I always just think about like my future lately too. Like if I'm acting this way now or I'm letting this thing happen to me, the same types of stuff for people in, like how is my future going to be? So it's like, it's really taking into account like what I want my future self to be and how I want to be. And it's, it takes a lot of like habits and like strength to like change and like commit to that change and like be okay with knowing like, okay, like it's actually going to be better it's not this isn't the end of the world and this isn't the only path or the only person to know or the only situation or job to work right. in or whatever so well I think you know like it feels like at that moment it is your whole world kind of gets a tunnel vision especially in certain situations like of de- of desperation or despair um the end of the world feels so relevant um mm-hmm. especially when you lose somebody or job it's hard to think about the future because you can only dwell on how you feel in that moment and that that your world is collapsing mm-hmm. and it sucks. Yeah. Um, and then I think the hardest part, which you're going through and it's super important, um, is that mentality of, I think a lot of people forget when they go through this revival and they start you know processing and start doing what you're doing um I think the hardest part about that is that you kind of have to start taking responsibility for yourself Mm -hmm. and it's so you know we've had many of these conversations over the past few weeks you know where it's like you look at situations and you're like you want to dwell on their toxic behavior or a situation that kind of affected you that hurt but then you also to heal you have to understand where you kind of were toxic as well or your flaws or ways where you could handle situations better and I think 
that's where a lot of people get tripped up in this process is they don't want to do that because it sucks. You have to pretty much tell yourself you were the bad guy as well. And who wants to, who wants to do that? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it hurts. And, you, you know, um, I think a lot of people on the other side will say the hardest part about this awakening or coming to this change is, and the reason why a lot of people resist it is because once you accept responsibility for one kind of shitty action you did, then you have to respect, you have to take responsibility for all the shitty actions you did. And then it kind of strips you down to be like, well, who am I then? Yeah. <laughs> like, if if I'm to blame, if or if I'm at least part to blame, then like you, there's no self-awareness after that. So then you don't, you don't know who you are then. You're like, without without knowing that awareness of my actions or other people, without having to blame other people, with having to put that blame on myself, you have no way of actually recognizing who you are. And you have to start start from scratch, which as you know, and I know, it's hard, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. It feels like but... too, like that new, like that perception. Yeah. Like, like I was talking to my dad today too about it and he was talking about, um, he always just reminds me there's literally like billions of people in the world there's infinite opportunities in life and you can do whatever you want and stuff and it's like how come you choose to stay in like that prison within your mind right and, right. and a lot of it comes too for me is like it's been so much of negative repetition in the past of like how people treat me from relationships to family like mom you know everything like that and then it's made me even more as I moved to like Atlanta or like the new spot like more isolating of myself because I do know people here but it's just kind of like it that's just a big big theme of my life so it's all like that perspective of like okay as long as I'm like putting towards like my clear goals and clear visions and like I'm trying something at least that makes me feel better then like my perception can change and I can put myself into new situations where I can meet new people and do that and like get rid of that right. fear and just push out. Cause in Florida, I right. felt like I did that so well. Like I felt like it yeah. just clicked for me there. And now in Atlanta, yeah. like there's so much here, but I'm so like, right. oh, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different. Yeah. Well, and I think too, once you get older, you start to be like a little bit more self-aware of your lot less self-aware of your inse- insecurities, but more aware of people reflecting them yeah and so you get kind of scared to try new things because you're scared of looking stupid you know what I mean or um I think we talked about this the last time um you don't want to start new things because you get too overwhelmed with finishing them yep instead of just focusing on the fact that it makes you happy and it's you're doing it purely like all life is is an experience right so Mm -hmm. why focus and I've you know our last conversation or deep conversation, you know, the one theme that I kept saying is like, stop giving yourself these unrealistic timelines and expectations. You know, it's not about that. It's about the experience. Mm -hmm. You're not going to know the answers until probably on your deathbed. Mm -hmm. So there's no point in getting so overwhelmed and worked up about these huge, like, you know what I mean? And so you just have to like focus on the experience and, do you and kind of that that narrative of being the main character of your story that has a lot of power right like you can control your story but also I think that trumps a lot of people up in tunnel vision of 
being in this kind of like hero complex where they feel like they are the only person in the world. Yeah. And um, there's a famous book called The Power of Now. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in the world has heard of it. If you haven't, I reckon I totally recommend reading it. Um, it's been around for ages. Um, and one of his, in the, like the first two chapters, one of his um, ideals is in order to live in the moment, you have to take away the fact that you are not the only person in the world experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to take away an idea that you have this like big, huge purpose and that your mentality of living like it's only happening happening to you and your problems are the only thing that matters and mm-hmm. why would why would the universe or god give you such a shit plate right mm-hmm. you just have to remove that like you're not special yeah um in any way shape or form everybody goes through bullshit everybody goes through big changes everyone kind of goes through that desperation and so to like take a step out of that narrative and be like I am one in so many little particles on this planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just a small fraction. And so like, I really can't like, unless you obviously make an effort to be somebody who makes such a big difference, you know what I mean? And that's your goal to just like live your day to day to let certain things bother you so much. It's like, we are literally a speck on a floating rock on a speck in a huge dark basket. you know like you of course it's a collective energy and that's why it's important to think that way too obviously you can change the energy of your environment by just complimenting somebody obviously mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in that but at the same time like a good example would be doing something stupid right or um people who get drunk and they they do something stupid and they they feel guilty about it the next day Mm -hmm. and my my thing to always tell people is that like people are only so focused on themselves right like you and your guilt and your obsession with the situation is probably the only thing keeping it alive Mm -hmm. and you wanting validation to be like I was okay is probably the only thing that's like making it matter yeah and to like no one else is is obsessing over it like you are everyone they're so obsessed with their own lives they probably forgot about it like three seconds later Mm -hmm. but in your world it's ending so it's like no everyone's hates me everyone's talking shit about me behind my back everyone's talking about it but then how often do you like go up to somebody like hey sorry for saying that and they're like I don't even know what you're talking about yeah literally (laughs) (laughs) um you were fine I didn't even notice because I was in my own tunnel vision playing the hero of my own narrative yeah you know that's such good perspective that's yeah and I think people need to just start realizing that um is that it's not everyone is kind of playing their own part Mm -hmm. focused on themselves and so to get so worked up about are they going to like it or are they going to like me or what should I wear trying to fit in? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if it, if it bothers somebody enough, what what does that, you know, like that's on them. That's on their path. They're on their story. You're on your path and your story, you know? Mm -hmm. That's such a good way to, to like even tie into like that feeling lost. Mm -hmm. Cause like, if you give yourself that perspective of like, like, I just did a, a YouTube video that I'm going to post soon, and, mm-hmm. and it was about, like, um, <laughs> it was about, like, feeling, 
um just like everything in life has like an algorithm to it right and I just it's not like I didn't just notice that but I just kind of like an epiphany in my head like everything right. literally has its own process within everything like right. relationship right and like and it's all in a circle yeah it always comes it always comes. yeah yeah and it's just like if you can have those like if you have certain main aspects about your character and your mind that you can like okay put things into perspective you believe and have faith in yourself and you love yourself and you have clear visions and goals and you know the path and the algorithm and stuff that you need to take to get to where you want to get and stuff it's a little more comforting like on your journey but then I I still tend to think about like all these things like I could be the most like motivational person in the world right but it's it's the process sometimes that still gets me because I am a fast person so I I I run different in certain ways, but yeah, sometimes yeah. the process does trip me up, like having to go through these emotions or the pain or, or these experiences and lessons and stuff like that. Cause it's just like, Oh, like I already know what I want. Let's just get to it. You know, but right. sometimes the process is kind of like, ugh, you know, and, and feeling lost. Like, even though, you know, all this knowledge, sometimes a lot of times I still tend to feel lost with stuff. And I know like, I'm almost obviously not the only one that feels like that, but like, what do you think about like that stuff too? I think the first thing is, and this is something I've been trying to get you to grasp onto, is that um, it's that that need to control, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of like, and I'm I'm working on this every day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that release, um, and this a lot of, I mean, some people don't have it, and I think it stems a lot from childhood issues, and you know, needing to control a situation to make you feel more comfortable and so you get tripped up on the process because you want to be able to just have it and it's that instant gratification and honestly in today's age day today's age we have it we don't need a process right it's everything's handed to us on a silver platter as instantly and as quickly as we want it we just click a button and two days later it's at our doorstep yeah. you know and so that ADD of being like, I want it now, or I want the answers now. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is like a big thing I'm working on um, with a lot of people currently is manifesting um, in trying to put them in the perspective that it doesn't happen always the way you expect, right? Mm-hmm. And you just have to have faith and you just kind of have to like put it out there. And I here's how, here's the idea I always have in my head is like literally throwing darts at a bullseye and hoping one hits one of the, you know, just throwing it at a dartboard and hoping one hits the bullseye. Yeah. One of them makes it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the dart. Um, just like having faith that as long as you are living in your honest self and as long as you are happy in your experience, right? You are doing what you know makes you happy. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's going to work out in one way or another, right? Mm -hmm. The second you relinquish control, you'll feel free. And it just all kind of spins a little bit easier. Everything just starts coming to you. Because at the end of the day, you, the second, if with anything, right? Once you try to force something, it doesn't work as well. Mm -hmm. And so getting tripped up on the process, like, okay, how can I speed this up? How can I make it work better? You know, like, these are great things to, like, think about. And if you can, obviously, like, how can I better myself? How can I work smarter, not harder? But to get so overwhelmed, like, unrealistic expectations or really strict, harsh timelines, putting that 
on you, it just, it's that guilt that is going to eat you alive. And that's kind of like that desperation of like, I'm not good enough, making yourself your hardest critic and, you know, really just tearing you down because you want something that you just need to be patient for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like with manifesting um, and power and desperation is when you put something out there and right now for whatever reason a lot of people are coming to me wanting their exes back in their life Mm -hmm. and I'm like why yeah but also like if you do that say like right now I'm like okay I want ten thousand dollars in my bank account where I want said person to come back to my life you're never you don't have control of how that's going to come and so for me I always say don't waste your time on stuff like that because I mean obviously if you want ten thousand dollars you can try but it's not going to come to you in the way you think it is mm-hmm. or in the time you think it is, or, you know what I mean? You don't have control of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not wizards. Some of us think we are. I, <laughs> so you have to very, very <laughs> You're like, I am a wizard. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but so it's these really just be mindful of what energy you're putting out because there's so I could literally write a book on so many loops and circles and cycles of a good example is for probably a year I begged the universe to have one of my ex situationships come back into my life I was like I just want to show them that I'm a great person and I want it back into my life and quite literally it felt like every day I was begging for this person to come back into my life and then I forgot about him and then like six months later, I had moved back in with my parents. And a week later after moving in, he becomes their neighbor. Oh, that's funny. So it's like the universe is like, all right, here you go. He's back into your life. But he's living next but not, to you now. He's literally back into your life. But uh, he's not in any way, shape, or form how you want it. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I think... It's just being aware of that's my biggest rule of manifesting is don't waste it or waste that power and that energy on stuff that you have no control over or that you want to control. Mm -hmm. Do it on stuff that can help you reflect, right? So manifest love by saying I am love or I am a goddess or I am powerful or I am creative. And by that affirmation of telling yourself, you will become that, you'll create. Mm-hmm. And that energy alone, that's what's going to give you your power back, is focusing those manifestations into improving yourself mm-hmm. and not in desperation for things that it's just, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not ever going to be how you want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like, like with manifestations, I even want to like, talk about that for a second because sometimes even when I think about it I've known it for so long but the word sounds just like it's extra magical and like I have to work right it seems like you have to work so hard just to figure out how to manifest if you don't know how to do this and that but really like just like you said like when it comes down to it everything is belief and like within manifestation it's like even in a song I did I was like think feel and believe in act upon it right right I call that a full package hustle locked and loaded okay (laughs) (laughs) sexy but but yeah no it's literally just like it's that belief that you said and it's funny too because like 
do you think I don't know like how he how the universe was like okay I'll, I'll give you him you know like he'll be living right next to you but do you think sometimes too with manifestations like do you think it's how you ask to like do you think you weren't clear enough like that that oh, happened definitely. that way or like or like did he end up talking or like like what happened no we actually ended up we had we did not speak that entire year that he lived across the street <laughs> and he's he moved in with his girlfriend they're great I'm oh okay yeah um, I'm good I'm fine um uh no but I think it it that was kind of like my first um like slap in the face to be like be careful what you ask for yeah um and I think that's where people you know with like this the secret and all these you know manifestation things are like just ask and you shall, shall receive mm-hmm. and people don't realize that manifestation is just a mirror of what you're putting up there right it's just mm-hmm. your energy creating more energy of it and so that's why when people say oh I want my ex to come back how do I manifest my ex back or how do I manifest them out or how do I get more money for me it's like you're if you're manifesting in desperation it's not the words you say it's the energy you put out mm-hmm. so if you are saying I want ten thousand dollars I need him back in my life I want that that's the energy you're putting out so that's what's con- going to be exaggerated mm-hmm. so you're going to just want more need more be in desperation more. Yep, exactly and so that's why I say the only the best way to get your power back is to just reflect it back into you and tell yourself what you want but say it in in affirmation so you eventually believe it right so I am loved I am powerful I am funny you know whatever compliments you hear that's one thing I also recently have been promoting a lot of is which is I'm working on is accept compliments Mm -hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're what like I think this generation we always were, were caught up in well she didn't mean it or like there's like some backhanded reason they said it right mm-hmm. and one of my therapy sessions I was talking about that because people talk about my poetry and I never I always just I never believe them like it's not good and she's like well what will it hurt for you to believe them yeah like I guess it doesn't it doesn't hurt anyone and she's like so if they're if they mean it, they mean it. And if they don't mean it, it still gives you more power to believe it. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in not accepting it. And if you like that compliment, then just make that an affirmation. Whether they mean it or not, they're still giving you power. Yeah. like So if it's, a, so if it's something like you have a beautiful smile and I'm like, well, that's something nice to hear, but I don't believe you. Yeah. I can accept it and make that an affirmation. And then all of a sudden, I will believe it. If I tell myself that enough times, it's mine. It's my power. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um, Just, like, taking things in. Resistance food. Surrender, (laughs) my child. Right. And this comes in, I think, you know, you wanted to talk about being Mm -hmm. lost. And our world ending and being in disparity. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I sent you, this is what started it, is I sent you that rant that I had about, you know, y- your world does end. 
And I think that it's that mentality of it hurts and it's painful and that change sucks because your world is ending. You know, it is coming to an end. That world, that mm-hmm. life. Um, but that puts you in power to reflect and be like, you know, if my house burned down, knock on wood, but, you know, if our, if our house burned down today, we could start over with a foundation that we wanted or, you know, learn to not leave a curling iron on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it would put you in a position to build a new foundation and a new image. And it would suck and it would be hard and it would be traumatizing. But it, it would also create something new. And um, one of my favorite quotes I've read recently is it wasn't as far as like suicide or wanting your life to end it's not your life you want to end it's just the life you are currently living in yeah literally like your own little world like the narrative like a different that's that's so true and that's another really really good perspective too like what I haven't really thought about it yeah what like I've probably (laughs) kind of thought about it like that but that's just like it kind of clicks yeah you know right and um and so it's it's how you handle that perception right so some people are like I want my life to end or I want this to be over and they just they you know obviously bless bless be um but I think it's that mentality that position is as horrible and painful as it can be and as desperate as you are it's such a powerful place to be in because you can now sit I like literally imagine like sitting like in on the beach or sitting somewhere looking at your world above you right and you can pick one path which is your path just keep doing that same shit or you can look over you know to the other side and be like this is a blank canvas now because my world over here is collapsing so now I can dwell on that and I can be sad about that, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not one person as you know, to be like, no, just fuck up and get, get it, you know, like whatever. It's like, no, let yourself grieve and let yourself mm-hmm. feel that. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but also understand that now you're in a place to rebuild and you're also in a place to process a new you. And you can rebuild a new person, and hopefully, from all these 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 life lessons that you just experienced, you can learn from them and kind of seek your in internally to be like, okay, who am I now, or at least like what you're doing? Who do I want to be? And start from essentially scratch to be like, okay, I know that this person didn't work, or no longer is working for me, which Mm-hmm. is healthy and so now I need to contemplate what person I think will work for me and I think a lot of people see that as being like toxic or uh bipolar <laughs> I've gotten anytime I've tried to explain this to certain people they're like that's crazy like crazy pe- that's a crazy what? way of thinking I'm like I don't think it yeah I don't think it is it's it's being like, okay, I'm no longer, like, I'm still me, obviously, but whatever I was doing in that life that's now ending, 
it no longer is serving me. So I need to reconstruct myself to serve the mm-hmm. dream that I want. Mm-hmm. And I need to try out new things. And I need to, essentially, you're just a child all over again, trying to, you know, morph into another mm-hmm. entity. You're trying to recreate a life, yeah. a different life, rebuild. Yeah, I think that's, that's like, what, what good insight I, I feel that because that's everything <laughs> is like so true in that it really is just like you morphing into like a new world like each time because we're always right. evolving and always like growing and it's just like water like how like when it rains that makes like puddles in different spots or waterfalls right. or whatever just blend well like water right. but also the thing too that you said like about like if you're upset and stuff like grieving and, and feeling through those emotions like obviously that's so important and and many people do that but many people don't do that and especially like I noticed like a lot of guys don't do that like they don't and yeah. then they just let things get bushed up inside of them and then like Boil. they're just like raging and they're broken and they affect so many people and it's just same cycles like from experience like I'm saying this as, as an example but also there's many people like that so yeah. just like healing feeling that like oh yeah even when it's hard it's just like I don't know steps that I do that I try to do like um I try to like put my hand over my heart and kind of just like like feel you know like what I'm what I'm feeling right. And then, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, lots of different stuff. Well, just um, just recognizing your emotions, I think, uh, from someone who's suffered addiction and depression, um, I can say that the biggest thing that got me to the rock bottom was just trying to numb myself as much as I can. People think a lot of times depression is being sad, and I think to me the best way to explain depression is you're trying to avoid feeling mm-hmm. anything so you just kind of are nothing you become an yeah. empty shell and it's not necessarily that you're sad you just are trying this to just so be nothing <laughs> you're just trying mm-hmm. to like disconnect and um and just you know be just exist for whatever reason you don't have you don't want to feel happy or sad you just want to just yeah crumble and uh, I think, and then you feel guilty for be- being sad, and then you get overwhelmed. And I, I think a lot of people too is um, they don't understand. You know, there's not, especially with our generation. I feel like there wasn't a lot of helping with coping mm-hmm. emotions. And you know, for me, I grew up very sensitive, very empathic. I was told that I was too mm-hmm. sensitive. <laughs> And I, I was felt so guilty for that for so long. I was like, why? Like, like, oh, I'm just being sensitive. And even now, like, anytime I try to communicate feelings with somebody, I feel like I'm hurting someone's feelings. I, my first reaction is to be like, oh, I'm, I could just be being crazy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but then it took me a long time to be like, no, this is actually the fact that I can reflect on my emotions and express how I feel and express why. That's actually mm-hmm. a strength. Um, to be sensitive and to be able to feel other people's emotions and be able to reflect that's a really strong personality trait but I was raised so and you know dated so many assholes and I was raised to feel like it was Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to feel because it was like I'm just too sensitive 
And then it, one day it clicked and I was like, no, I, because I can process my emotions and say something hurt my feelings and understand that, that actually. That is huge. Cause that disassociation of like not yeah. wanting to feel. And then it's like, right. you get like avoidant type style or whatever, you know, like, right. and then that affects other people and then, you know, learning. Like, right. Or even just trying to communicate because then you get to a point where it's just like, you get terrified to be communicate communicative (laughs) (laughs) to communicate (laughs) words to communicate um you know like like I just said it it becomes the point where then you get afraid to Mm -hmm. speak your truth because then and then you you puts you in a position then to take the fall for your which I do okay so that 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 puts us into another topic of you are only responsible for your emotions. And uh, this, this comes into a conversation where if you are communicating your emotions, understand yeah. that. Uh, I think that's a huge thing in healing is recognizing your emotions, figuring out their triggers, figuring out why you feel them and then let yourself feel them and understand that it's just a reaction, yeah. right? That, that hurt my feelings and it probably stems from this and I can either react or I can just let myself sit on it for a minute mm-hmm. and feel that and then heal from it. Um, it's when we start to put ourselves in a place to make other people responsible, right? You're not, you're responsible for your emotions and your reactions to mm-hmm. emotions, right? Um, and you're not responsible for other people for example so like say someone hurt your feelings by just saying something like I don't like the color orange and you're like that's my favorite color that hurt my feelings and then you make it a big deal right and they didn't intentionally mean to to hurt your feelings so this becomes a conversation of I understand you didn't mean to hurt my feelings but just so you know it did for them to be like well you know, you know what I mean? Like some people will be like, you're crazy, you're stupid, yeah. that's dumb. It's it's like your boundaries, you. kinda, right? Sometimes you think right. right. And just be like, okay, well, you're entitled to loving orange and I'm entitled to not liking orange. Yeah. And that's okay. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, it's just my opinion. And we're all yeah. entitled to that. Our own opinion. Yeah, right? that's where things get really tricky, is that 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 whole situation right. you just said right there. Like Right, the conver- the conversation, and that's, that's, I think, the hardest part and the reason why this uh, self-reflection stage is probably the most important yeah. for anybody um, because it puts you in a way of being able to mm-hmm. see both sides and uh, understand when you are for me, I can now find a trigger, know it's making me crazy, and I can, when I react... Mm-hmm. I know why. And then if I am being crazy, take a step back and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is actually what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. But I'm doing it in a very mm-hmm. unhealthy way. Um, but before, obviously, a lot of people, it's hard to communicate that because they don't, they don't understand themselves enough to be able to be able to say, Orange hurt the fact that you hate orange hurts my feelings because it reminds me of this and that's why it's my favorite color. So you're really attacking 
me mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to know yourself well enough to, to be able to trigger that and then to understand, to be like, they're not trying to hurt my feelings. I hurt mm-hmm. my own yeah I've definitely right. definitely done that a lot um in different conversations and different people yeah. and different communication styles and stuff like that for sure and understanding yourself more right. it's interesting Every, everything is right. so like what's the right not fickle everything's so like like so detailed precisely but it's also so simple at the same time right. I know and it really and it it comes back down to perception which is start of this entire yeah. podcast where it's, it's all how we're going to present our story our, our world uh, and if you want to perceive it that you're yeah. always the victim then you're yeah, always going so to true. be the victim I'm definitely in that process right, right now of changing perception and really right. keeping boundaries and learning my boundaries and respecting myself and growing and like it's just it's right. a process it's interesting but it's like growth and that's important for people to like it's actually a, see and like go hear the process of that because some people right now are just right. like what in the actual book am I doing and well I think a lot of people are I think that's I think that's honestly the path of life above anything else is kind of coming mm-hmm. to that understanding of it. and you're gonna do it like I think a lot of people think it's gonna happen you're done right it's like a life thing <laughs> like one of my favorite another favorite quote uh, from Eat oh, Pray yeah. Love is is you can't you have to work for happiness it's not like you're just happy you, you gain enlightenment and then you're just always enlightened right you devote yourself to finding that path yeah. of enlightenment and for this self-awareness Discovery, you're gonna now come out of this you're gonna be a new person you're going to start to grow that that shell I guess we could we could give the lobster analogy oh yeah right <laughs> right um so the lobster analogy is and this was told to me by my amazing yeah. therapist bless her soul I've, I've rant about her I think I did the last mm-hmm. podcast too um when you're going through this stage um a lobster when it grows out of its shell it's painful and it hurts and so it has to shed it um and it's very vulnerable and very um sensitive and very it needs to establish new life for itself so it hides itself under a rock and it deeps it digs itself deep under the sand until it grows a shell and then slowly comes back into its new life right but eventually that lobster is going to grow out of that shell too and it's going to have to do that process and it's the same for for us right first we're gonna create this new life for ourselves we're gonna take our strength make us stronger and do what we need to do until the next inconvenience comes up or the next time we sit and reflect and we're like this life is no longer working for me i need to create a new one um or you know and it can be it doesn't have to be a big catastrophic you know, it's generally breakup. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, but it doesn't have to be something major. Sometimes, for me, for example, um, just being like, okay, this this type of cotton no longer works for me. I'm going to okay. stop buying it. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, what's one, uh, I'm trying to think suddenly out of, out of the blue, like a phrase or like, here's a great one. Um, what I've been working on for the past six months is when someone asks how you are, trying to say something positive instead of saying something negative, right? So instead of being like, I'm tired. Or you know what I mean? Be like, I'm having a great mm-hmm. day. Regardless of if that's true or not, the more you say it, the more it's going to happen. If you sit there and tell yourself you're tired, it's just going to make you emphasize that more, right? It comes back to yeah. our affirmation. And so that's a small change that I've made that's like, that's no longer working. So I'm going to do something different. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to grow a new shell on this. Uh, it doesn't always have to be catastrophic. Usually that's where the big ones happen, but, and it's going to happen again. It's life. It's going to throw you curveballs yeah. all the time. And if it doesn't, girl, you need to get out of the house. <laughs> The hot enough, <laughs> you need to live your life a little bit. <laughs> well, 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 helpless there, sweetie. You... All right, and that's no. I was going to change the subject, but go ahead. <clears throat> oh, I said. Um, so I was going to say that I was talking to someone today, where she's like, "Oh yeah, like I feel broken, and I always feel, you know, she's just kind of, but she's in a good mood about it." And I was like, "You know what? I've decided that." You haven't lived your life fully if you're not a little yeah. bit. Yep. You know? Yep. It's just, it's, it's the, the price you pay. I just wonder about, like, people who have, like, lived lives and grown up in, like, exquisite places or, or whatever the case may be. I feel like, I feel like there has to also be some people out there that have, like, haven't gone through like really anything and they're just like what the heck but that's also detrimental too so either way it's like you're gonna go through something no matter what like everybody does you're right right and (laughs) you're like (laughs) um no I think that's a good point and this comes back to being in your own path in your own world and not comparing yourself because there is the kids that grew up with cool parents that let them live out a backpack, mm-hmm. you know? I was always jealous of those kids. Um, that traveled all over the world and know, like, ten languages and, like, hardly ever was mm-hmm. in class. <laughs> and they're, like, creative and artists and still traveling. Um, or I also know girls who just kind of lived a very mundane life and married right out of high school mm-hmm. with got like an accounting job had kids did the very like mm-hmm. conventional life um and they're a mix between being happier and unhappy and same with the other people I think at the end of the day it's perception and every like once again yeah. you're not special and they're not it's their path it's your path it's your narrative of your sport path. so it doesn't really matter how they live their life how they are living their life at the end of the day we all have problems it might not be your problem and there's some problems that they have that you don't want and there's some problems that you have that they don't it doesn't matter and I've learned over the years that you know I talk to people because I live a very like kind of go when the opportunity Mm -hmm. arrives and I've always been that way right like if for this, you know, if 
if an opportunity yep. presents itself, I take it. And I never thought about it of anything such. But then here I am jealous of friends that are living in Costa Rica and trying mm-hmm. to have a backpack, right? But then to my nine to five high school friend who, you know, has two kids and married young, she looks at my life and is like, mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. I wish I could just drop everything and go live yeah. on movie set. You know, um, your life is so glamorous. And to me, I'm like, I'm living in a month. <laughs> yeah, right. But I was talking about that because I, I wish that I could live with like my. I right know. But I'm just living by myself. <laughs> right it's like um there's always the grass is always greener and so I think it's ultimately just understanding that and being like how can I make the best out of my situation because at the end of the day if this is just one life out of many lives that you're going to live and so it's all about the experience of mm-hmm. the life that you're living so figure out what makes you happy yep. and do that if being a mom and accounting makes you happy, you go, like, Glenn Coco. Okay. Yeah, you go. <laughs> you go. Um, if being Tiger King makes you happy, yes, all right. <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> like whatever it is. And at the end of the day, like you know, uh, it doesn't matter what people think as long as you yeah. feel. And as long as you're not hurting people, like obviously don't go kidnap children and that if that fulfills you, yep, please don't do that. Don't. <laughs> um, right. But if it's something that's beautiful and creative and kind and doesn't mm-hmm. hurt anybody, what doesn't matter? Yeah. It makes you happy. And as for as far as you and your path of wanting to help people and you're like, I know I can be a great motivator, I just get stuck up on the process. At the end of the day, it's your energy. And I was I was where you were for so long. And I think we've also had this conversation for so long. I was like, I have this beautiful ball of energy within that mm-hmm. I feel like I'm wasting. And I don't know how to get it out. And I know it can help people. And I know it can you know, bring light to people's lives. But I just don't know how to use it. But I want to. And that just led me to be depressed and drink and try to numb myself as much as I could because I was like I felt like I wasn't worthy Mm -hmm. of it and um then one day it's just like I just kind of snapped out of it and I just started being honest and I started just telling my truth and slowly but surely you know people started seeing that and then it just became a normal and I didn't ever realize that that was something I was ever good at you know, you don't realize how many people you're touching until they tell you that you're, you've yeah. moved them, right? Um, and slowly it just became like, you know, people, it started off little like, oh, I noticed they weren't posting on Instagram. I missed them. They really mm-hmm. made my day. Or, you know, like, oh my God, so your new Instagram post, it really like mm-hmm. changed my perception. And then even recently, just like talking to people about their breakups and just, you know helping people through situations where now you know recently I but I trained a girl um I did tarot for her I I spoke to her a lot about a lot of stuff she's gone through and she moved away and she recently just texted me she's like you helped me so much 
Yeah. You know, like, thank you. You gave me all the answers I needed. And at the end of the day, if you just do it and you do it in the way that makes you happy, eventually, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, you will motivate people. It might not be in the way you think. Um, But it will happen if that's that's what you want to do. And I think as far as, like, the process, the process is already happening. You just have to trust. Yeah. Trust process. You just have to just continue to do what makes you happy and continue to put your story out there and continue to just live in your truth. And it might, you know, who who knows who it's gonna touch, you know? And that's one thing my therapist always would tell me as far as my art and everything. It's like, yeah, sure, there might be ten people that don't care. There's like whatever. But there might be one person where you completely yep, as long as there's like one. And right, and at the end of the day, it's that one person that you changed that that ultimately it's gonna trump the mm-hmm. ten people who you did it because that's why you did it. And that's what I've said from the beginning when I started training and everything was if I can just help one person not go through the same shit that I had to. Go through. Uh, and obviously now I can say that I've accomplished that goal (laughs) at least I hope so (laughs) but you know what I mean there was like a a quote too that I was like um if you consistently like put in that work and the action and like you're believing and stuff like that then it it turns into a matter of not if it will happen like my successes it turns into a matter of when they will happen so and that's not true because like we actually both are in the beginning process or whatever stage we already are like it could be beginning then finish then beginning again then finish like it could be anything but like we're doing it finally and it's like something that sparked that sparked inside of us like yo like you have this you love yourself more and you begin to do it and sometimes like it's literally taken me like I'm 25 now and it's taken me like a long long time but my journey is different from yours or the other person's or whatever like and I still have a lot to go so just a matter of just you just like you're saying and perspective and like everything you know so Right. And, you know, it took me, and I've said this to you before, it's like, it took me 30 years to be where you're at right now. So you got five years under me. And, you know, I talked to some people that I train that are like in their mid 50s, and they're like, you are Mm -hmm. so wise for your age. (laughs) And they're like, it took me 55 years to be where you're at now. Uh, So ultimately, it's just, it is just getting to that point where it's just, as long as you can be comfortable in your truth and live yeah. for the experience and kind of just forget, or I guess not forget, understand that everyone's just living their mm-hmm. own experience. And oh, <laughs> <deep> breathe in. <laughs> I was just going to say, thanks to all that, that technology, man, all that new technology. TikTok yeah, for sure right. it just goes so in depth about like just every little thing that you you ever needed to know and it's I remember when I was younger I used to be like yo I really wish I knew how to make music or or connect with this person or that I always felt so lost right. in my head but it literally like it began to become right in front of me with internet and technology like all the answers are there but oh yeah what what I was gonna ask oh. you I interrupt you sorry if you <laughs> okay. could go back look back maybe like five ten years ago in your life all the stuff that you know now Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. knew all that stuff back then 
what would you have done to change your life or do things different like the way you acted in your personality or like or like following certain goals or like what would you have done then you know what I mean yeah and I love I I like this question because I think about it sometimes but I also try not to because then I get like yeah annoyed with myself (laughs) um I think if I were to go back I would tell myself Mm -hmm. to put myself out there and to stop being so terrified of mm-hmm. the opinion of other people and to continue to just be my authentic self. Because especially in my mid-20s, I was mm-hmm. so scared of who I was. And I just was trying to morph myself and the people that I wasn't to accommodate yep. people that I was hanging out with. And um, it obviously didn't work for me. And it until I finally like took my time to be like what do I actually like like 100% and I even and I did this as you know this whole year 2020 that was my whole goal was to re-experience everything again in Mm -hmm. my own opinion so to be like okay I know I've experienced this before but I'm gonna now process it as if I've never experienced it before and Mm -hmm. ask myself if I like and literally recreate, like start, like 100% start thinking for myself and kind of just remove anybody else's ideas that I was stuck on of like who I thought I was. And um, took the compliments I liked and kind of dismissed mm-hmm. the ones that I didn't really care about, right? And so it became, I learned that, um, uh which one of them I learned that I really do Mm -hmm. still like rock climbing I learned that I actually still really do like snowboarding I learned that I really don't like wearing Mm -hmm. high heels (laughs) (laughs) um just you know certain things or it's like I don't like going out and I I don't like clubs I don't like them I never I never did that's why I got so wasted I didn't know that okay Uh, yeah, and it was never something that I really, I like hanging out with people, and I like chit-chatting, and I like having, like, a small, intimate group while we're kind of, like, yeah. getting goofy. Well, goofy. Uh, right. <laughs> New boo goofy. New boo goofy. Uh, but I, I learned that I really don't like clubbing. It's not my jam, and I'll go, and I'll, I'll put a space on, I'll have a good time if the group wants to, but. I can actively you be like, yeah, I don't like that. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a group, <laughs> a group on to the club. You got a group on? You got the, you got the group on for table <laughs> service. That's, but I like that because you like discovered, like you discovered you more. And even just the simplest yeah. of things. But that's also my question too, is like, Right. Okay. Random, but with relationships. Um, so that, that makes it harder because sometimes like, I guess things just tend to click, right? Like if you, when you begin to like fully know yourself and fully know all like your little quirks that you like and things you don't and like, it's sometimes Mm -hmm. like, is it hard to mesh with people or is it just, it's like the right person that like you'll mesh with or like people, I think maybe it's like the right people that'll like understand that or like I guess you're always learning about people, every little thing. So that's right. 
Right. And I think it once you become pretty aware of yourself, you mm-hmm. become pretty aware of other people. Uh, in a, like, an aware, you're aware, but you are actively unaware. Like, you're like, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but you mean it. Um, I think it, when you become your authentic self, you're going to have two reactions. You're going to have the people, well, I guess I'll have three reactions. You'll have the people who are also authentic themselves. And they'll appreciate it. And they'll be like, I understand. Like, even if they don't like you or like who you are, they'll be like, I appreciate you and I mm-hmm. respect you because you're who you are. You'll have people who see it and want to be at your level. And they'll be like, how do you, how do you get there? Like, I want to be whatever energy you're on. Yeah, I want right. to be whatever drugs yeah, you're doing, right. but not. <laughs> and then you have the people who are going to resist. Because your authentic self shows them how much they lack yep. their self-awareness. But instead of admitting that, they have to reflect it. And they'll dislike you for it. So you are going to get it. But once you become confident in who you are, you, you see that. You're like, whatever. Like They really don't hate my sweater. They just yeah. don't right. know who they are. <laughs> yeah, right. They just need help. <laughs> Right, and so it just becomes like you become pretty confident and comfortable in yourself enough that it's it's you appreciate the people who appreciate you, and you don't really have time or energy for the people that don't. Um, and it's not like any hate, but you're just like that's your path. Um, that's what you're on, and that's okay. Um, but I'm not gonna let yeah, your exactly. bad vibes bring you exactly. Um, as far as like date, I mean friendships, obviously that's gonna happen naturally. And people are going to see that and it becomes, a. I, I feel like it becomes a little bit easier because once you live in a mindset of saying what you want and feeling what you want, you know what I mean? In being true to that, the people who respect it and care about it, they come forward and then you don't ever have to like question anything. You know, there's no like gate. It's just, you're, you're yeah, both not who you are. Right. Um, And that's kind of relationships, too. And I think that's a big thing that I had a problem with. Um, And I think a lot of people do have problems with is They get into a relationship or they start a relationship trying to mold themselves into this idea of Mm -hmm. what they think that person wants. And then they get stuck in that idea. And it's not who they are. And I've done that literally every single relationship I've ever been in. I can think of where it's like, I was never who I was. I was always who I thought okay. that person wanted me to be. And then I would get resentful and I'd be grow animosity because I would feel stuck because it wasn't yeah. me. And then I'd try to be me and they'd be like, who yeah, are you? Yeah, and you're like, you don't even be yourself right? anymore at all because then you're just like, what? You're confusing right. yourself. Or I'm confusing them and it yeah. becomes like an issue. Um, And then, so it... I think for me, for dating, it's definitely becomes a little bit more difficult. Yeah. I'm also very picky. I'm not picky. I'm not going to say that. I have high standards and that's okay. Right? I'm not picky. I just know what I want. That's that's okay. Um, But it definitely has put me into a position. Yeah. Hello, are you there? Um, It has put me into a position... um, 
to kind of see the bullshit, which I think is healthy. You see the red mm-hmm. flags pretty quickly. And um, then it's also people obviously dating in masculine and feminine energy um, or just two multiple energies together. It's in a romantic way. Um, I think, I don't know, it's hard. No, it's okay. It's just, it's just a morphing of like, Two people and both being like right, it's um whatever stage, right, balance mm-hmm. on the same level because if you're if you're at your high, right, you're doing you, you're doing great, and you find somebody who sees that they're either going to want to meet with yep. you or bring you down. Um, and I think a lot of times what happens is they don't necessarily mean to bring you down, but they they see that that you're doing great and they want to meet up with you, but then they Mm -hmm. realize it can't. And then it's easier for them to try to bring you down to their level to come up to you. And it's not necessarily, I don't think, I don't, I want to like believe that a lot of people don't do it. That toxic, narcissistic, whatever TikTok wants us to say, the narcissist abuser or whatever I a lot of times I don't think it's intentional I think it's just that that person doesn't feel like they can come to your level and so they stay in their comfort zone it's an easier to go down to theirs that's yeah because they don't feel good enough would explain it like a really good perspective exactly yeah um and so it's just understanding that and I think with dating it does become hard because we're all broken and damaged <laughs> we all got our trauma, trauma. <laughs> and it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah for real and it's 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 just finding for me I think I'm learning for me my biggest issue is yeah, trying me to situation. Um, and that's always I think now reflecting it's, it's not being my authentic self from the get and then trying to constantly control the situation, not necessarily control them, but control it mm-hmm. to keep me comfortable in knowing. I always have to know. Even yep. if I don't want to. Yep. <laughs> um, and so you hurt your own feelings. Um, and you overanalyze, you get worked up over fake scenarios. And so that's what I'm working on. And I think for me that just takes me knowing myself but also finding somebody who is very patient yeah, patience is such a key in the communication like huh. right and um, because I can be a very patient communicator but I'm also very good at sharing energy so if someone's going to be reactive yeah, I'd be yeah. but like I naturally want to be a patient communicator so having somebody patient and communicating with me and being like okay let's discuss this <laughs> I'm like yes please thank you that's all I want is right. to just talk it out I don't want to attack you or blame you I just it's, it's like just it's talk. like you're both in like a desert and you're thirsty and then you don't you're getting delusional right. but the, the guy's like here let me just lead you to the water and help you you know what I'm saying and then you'll drink right right or like or like how can we both yeah, dig a yep. hole to find water <laughs> yeah, like right. you need to chill <laughs> Right, and that's that's what I'm learning is it. That's what is going to yep. be best for me, uh, going forward. And 
at the end of the day, that's going to be the most attractive quality now mm-hmm. in a human being. <laughs> but that's also, I think, one reason why all my relationships have failed. And that's where I have to accept that that's a toxic mm-hmm. behavior on myself. So where I want to blame all my exes and be like, they're, they're all toxic assholes. That's not true. I obviously had control issues in yeah. some way or another. And I also was yeah, not my You're like a direct self. reflection of what you attract, literally. Even if you don't see it or know it in right. some way, I guess. Yeah, right. Right, and we've talked about this too, where you you end up dating people who are traumatized and think yes. that you want to heal it. Yes. And you see it in them, and so it helps you. You feel like if you could heal them, yep. it heals you. Instead of just yeah. healing yourself you try to do two two at one i'm trusting been there done that yeah right because it's a lot easier to distract yourself with healing them and fixing that problem because it's a lot more it's it's more you can comprehend that better than having to break yourself down and reliving and having to heal from yeah. obviously you know having to take responsibility for yourself and understanding that you really yeah i think there's a lot of learning in that too if you're conscious about it like there can be a lot of learning if you do try to heal someone at the same time too as you yeah if you're just paying attention to you know that stuff and then actually being healthy in the process and evolution of all mankind and creation (laughs) (laughs) right i think and what i'm learning though is that I've never been someone who dated. I never, I was always like, I, yep. I want to find my favorite person and I want to exist with my favorite person. Yeah, me I too. live with my favorite person. But what I'm learning is coming out of this and like just having communication with people and like now knowing my triggers and not knowing that these are issues and now knowing what I like in people and what I, you know, like, or just like living in the experience with somebody, like not mm-hmm. having expectations and just being like, I don't know what's going to happen, but let's just yeah. experience it. It makes kind of, it makes people a little yeah, bit more interesting. it definitely does. <laughs> but it makes, it makes, I, for once in my life, I think it makes relationships less like yeah. a contract. And more like that it, it could just be, you know, wild and fun and crazy. Yeah. And like a help. I'm the same way though too. I've always like wanted like my soulmate, my person, my whatever. But I think like I learned too mm-hmm. that like I keep seeing a thing where there's different levels of your life as we constantly evolve and grow that there's going to be a different soulmate for mm-hmm. each level or whatever the case may be. Or you may find your twin right. flame or whatever throughout your whole life or something. I don't know. But I don't know I think um I'm the same way and it's just like that feeling of wanting to know that it's going to last forever and like me I want to like put all my effort and energy into just one person and like and make sure that we are best friends and all that good stuff but I don't want to put it anywhere else because I I don't know there's lots of lots of reasons for that but right and I think what we've discussed with you is that it's not necessarily you wanting to put your energy into somebody as much as you yeah. just want reliability a lot a lot of stuff and, pa- and patience right you want someone to be able to you want mm-hmm. communication and you want reliability and then you know obviously in that conversation like you yeah, do it right. for you girl <laughs> just 
direct it all back yeah. to yourself. Be that person, which is what I'm going to yeah. tell anybody, regardless. I think that should be your first yeah. step, always. Um, but yeah, and I want to talk about this because I actually yeah, right? have a couple TikToks yeah, <laughs> where I don't mm-hmm. believe in twin souls. I do not believe in that, like the whole concept, right? Our souls came from wherever the source and then they split and it became one soul became two. And now you live all your lifetime trying to find mm-hmm. your twin flame to create one. And I, I think this is a very romanticized concept that distracts us from completing yeah, it seems like you're always looking for somebody else to complete your final part you're always you put yourself in a mindset that there's someone out there that's yep. that's going to fix you and that there's somebody out there that's going to save you and there's somebody out there that's going to complete you and it puts us in this mindset of living in toxic loops with people because we're like oh the connection's super strong so he's my twin mm-hmm. flame so I have to mm-hmm. that's a really great way to look at it and right and I I don't like the concept because for me I think our purpose going back to that in this existence is to experience our life in the in the path of completing ourselves becoming whole and one with who we are and you can't do that if you're stuck in a mindset that there's always something yeah. Uh, I do, I mean, like, we've talked about the soul contract, um, karmic relationships, uh, past life situationships, where obviously you have unfinished business. I do believe in that. Um, soulmates, in my opinion, are people, so when you are, when you decide your life, your soul from the source is what I believe. I'm not trumping anybody else's beliefs this is my completely mm-hmm. another thought process when our soul our soul picks its lifetime right and we decided you decided when you were born you decided what you're going to look like you decided the people you're going to have in your life you decided your parents you decided literally everything and you did it all for a reason I always, this is when I make this joke, is like, clearly my soul is a very ironic. <laughs> because the irony in this life, girl, <laughs> obviously my soul source is as ironic yeah, as right. I am in this life. And your, your past life is just... <laughs> Must have been a very right. sarcastic soul. <laughs> like, of course, you little shithead. Um, <laughs> but... Um, so you create this life and soulmates, you have um, a contract or you have an understanding with other sources of whatever, whether it's a karmic. So like a karmic would be, say, um, you killed me in one of my lives. So we're going to come back in another life and settle that contract. Or we made a promise and now we have to fulfill it. And soulmates are, you know, this soul you've met him before or maybe not to be new but it's your paths are supposed to cross to teach you both something and whether it's literally just like having a conversation at a grocery store for 10 minutes or three seconds or somebody like a best friend 
that you feel like you've known before and then you you know you learn something through that friendship and then you evolve forward um that's what a soulmate to me is it's just you both made as souls made that decision that you're going to cross your path to both teach you something so then that ties into like just the just trying to not putting like a well then what's this going to be for how long or whatever it's just putting like a just live an experience right. see that's just the right. hardest part for me though is just the- like I want to just be with somebody know that they're going to be it's that control like be in my life because I, I just I've out <laughs> where are you doing what are your intentions which are so great conversations to have but at the same time too where that comes through is that expectation is that force right the second you make somebody feel pressure and the second you try to back somebody into a corner any animal anything anything anytime it feels forced a a lot of those actions are just past trauma and and from conditioning as well so just right right it's that that reliability you want that stability because you didn't ever have it and so it's that needing to know what's going on and needing that that control isn't for the other person Mm -hmm. your contentment right that's that's you feeling like as soon as things start getting shaky you're like oh shit you know like this is a trigger yeah and i need reliability yeah so i need to control the situation that's great um (laughs) yeah but i think and that's but yeah the idea of soulmates i think all soulmates are learning lessons and all karmic relationships are is you have a debt you need to settle and all twin soul mentality is complete and utter bullshit do i believe like there are people in my life and probably people in each other's lives where it's like our soul our eyes met and i knew their soul and we were meant to be yeah because you made that promise with that soul when you made life, your life. So when you met, you remember that conversation or you remember that promise. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we, it makes yep. sense now, right? Do I think that's a twin soul? No, I think that was just the purpose of your two meeting each other. That was, you were supposed I to, wonder, that was like, supposed to happen. I wonder, like, way back in, like, whatever time period <laughs> they're in when they made that, like, promise, like, I'm going to meet you in the next life, darling. Look for me at the the, the water fountain. All right. Like, I wonder if they like writ their names in blood <laughs> and like like did some like summoning or something. Maybe you never know. Like, um, I've had downloads or meditation downloads where I've encountered um, a lover that's come through in multiple lives and making promises to meet in another life. I've definitely okay had experienced that one but do I would I say that person's my twin soul no I would say that we just we know that our paths are supposed to meet right when I'm when our souls are at the source we both make a conscious contract to be like okay we're gonna this is the path okay I guess you could call that a twin soul but I just feel like that whole idea that I don't like the idea that there's someone out there yeah. to complete everyone. That just takes away from you. That just takes away the idea of you yeah. not coming into your full power. 
yourself. Yeah, that's a really, it's a really good viewpoint, a really good different like perspective and, and stuff like that. And I'm still like discovering what I feel and I still have a lot to experience on like what right. is true for me, you know, because like that's, I'm, st- I'm still, right. you know, need my baby. <laughs> that's fine. You're just the, you're the lobster that's right. still growing its shell, just slowly coming out. Right. You're just peeking its head mm-hmm. out of, under the B- big fine juicy lobster. <laughs> you're like, maybe it's okay. I don't know yet. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's okay. Like, I don't think there's any wrong or right answer. These are all just my what I've learned and how I've I've yeah, learned how in the all the bullshit that I've gone through. This is, in my opinion, the best way for me to feel like to wake up every day and be like, it's going to be a beautiful existence today. Yeah, yeah. I really like that too. It's right. it's really good mindset to focus on and just, you know, that go back going yeah. back like we'll probably wrap up pretty soon. But going back to that question that like, um, like what right. would you do different? You know, the ten year ago question. Like I love that question. Thinking about it because okay, so question from back then, but what about now? Like the knowledge and mm-hmm. that, that you're posing that question to yourself back then and also now. So what are you gonna do now? You know, like. Um, <laughs> I kind of forgot where I was going with that. No, and I think I feel like you you answered you you asked this again, and I think the minds or you asked this before in the previous podcast, and I think it's the same for me is that I have no expectations. Um, I'm going to take every opportunity life throws at me. I'm going to listen to my intuition. I'm going to wake up every day trying my hardest to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. Um, I'm going to. Mm -hmm live in my truth and I'm going to try to you know and on bad days I'm not going to try to dwell um I had one the other day and I said I literally got out of bed and I was like you are not going to be a sad bitch today you are going to go for a walk <laughs> and I did and I still was in yep. a mood but then you know I at the end of the day I was like it's just a day it's not you know it's just enough it's not it doesn't always have to be bright vivid wrinkles today's just a day and then I woke up the next day and felt way better you know um so I don't think I don't know the second I took expectation and these timelines and these these ideas that I had to be a certain thing by a certain time whatever as soon as I took all that away and I woke up every day just being like I'm going to live today in the experience of it doing trying to better myself mm-hmm. and just trying to see the light in everything. Um, is, I just, I just felt better. <laughs> right. It just, yeah, it, it really it's was. And it's just, um, even dating, you know, like putting myself in the mindset, you know, them being, you know, I think we start, we date and it's like, Oh, what if they don't like me? Or what if, what if this and you overanalyze all everything and I'm I'm trying to put my mind myself into the mindset of being like I'm a fucking catch. <laughs> like if they don't like me, that's cool. That's on them. But I'm awesome. And I'm now in this mindset. It might be narcissistic, but it's just like I'm so lovable. So whatever, you know? That's on them. That's not narcissistic though. Right. That's that's confidence and that's love of yourself. Like that's right. a that's a big, big difference. And like people people right. will get there they'll see it as narcissism because just, i'm like i love it's, myself it's a beautiful thing. you know and they're like you're a narcissist 
It's like, no, because I love other people too. <laughs> yeah, right. But exactly. yeah. But no, it's it's that's a good feeling. It's like that beauty of like that transformation. Like even just from last year to like even now, right. that transformation oh, yeah. within you and like you know, like I haven't been through all of it, like every little detail I don't know about everything, but I just know that like even like hearing it and like you can oh, tell, yeah. like you feel different about this time stuff, last you know, year I was um, very unhappy with who I was. I was super insecure. I wasn't happy in my relationship and if he listens to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I still adore you. <laughs> um, I was just, I was not content with my life and I was stuck and I felt stuck and I felt lost and desperate. And I was looking for somebody to complete yeah. me. And um, yeah, yeah, and the transformation from that to now is like to, I think of like a young girl to like a goddess. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for sure um yeah I don't live every day like kittens and rainbows right I'm still super sassy to people I'm still I think people always have this mentality of to be spiritual so you have to be nice to everybody it's like no I'll still still put you in your place don't don't you dare mm-hmm. for a thing for a second I just am not afraid to say what I need to say or what I feel like I need to say yep right. yep those boundaries and everything like that yes I don't know. I love it. Ba 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 ba, honey. I'm happy. Happy to talk about that. Okay. No, but um, I think that's really good. It's always like so nice talking because it just kind of right is like a like a round. Right. It's like a Fibonacci sequence or something. Everything ties back in together, and like it's just what you need. For right. Today. It's like right. A, like a little um, Bible and verse. yeah, and and so. I think that's a mentality everybody but, needs to put themselves into as well. Is that everything will come full circle and if that's one thing I can I've told how many times have I told you this throughout life like one thing I've always learned is eventually life plays in loops and everything's gonna come full circle and it might might not make sense now but it will make sense eventually so there's no point in trying to fight it Mm-hmm. Just accept it and understand that you will get that closure eventually. Yep. You will get the answers eventually. You will, you know what I mean? They'll come back in one way, whether it's to be your neighbor. <laughs> but it will have, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's so everything crazy. works full circle. Or in a spiral. Yeah, the Fibonacci spiral. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, a little, little sequence. No, it's well, okay. One thing. You're like, I want to. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. But yes. I want people <laughs> to find your TikTok. So you need to tell them because right. you, you have like a cool, like little video, video trend thing. <laughs> that exists that with me. I think people need to watch. Um, I know. I like, I did one and then it yeah. just like blew up. And I'm like, it's hard now. I'm like, I feel like I'm pressured to feel witty. Um. But yeah, so my TikTok and my Insta handle is ms.lacyjane, so ms.lacyjane. Um, my Instagram is where you'll find, if you like this inspirational stuff, you will find that. Um, I try to only post inspiration and, you know, advice, and you can hit me up on there. I'm always down to have a conversation with you, um, especially if you need somebody to listen. Um, and there you'll find the link to my poetry as well. 
Um, and then my TikTok is kind of the more goofier side of me. <laughs> um, I will post a lot about metaphysical yeah, stuff sure. too. Um, and uh, I do tarot re-readings um, because on so I reread them. Um, but yeah, that's where you're going to get the more goofier side of me, which I guess people like. That comes back to living in your authentic self. I was always scared to do them, and I finally started doing them, and my TikTok's blown up. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure, which is good, because I think that's such a good right, platform for, right. for you to use, you know? Like, right. I, I am it. such a goofy person, so yeah. I'm like, I, I think I've always felt pressured to be professional. And then it was, it's like, right? I love being inspirational, don't get me wrong, but I'm also like, I love being a little third. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, you right. feel just free and, and never just, just create, right. and just be natural, you know, like, that's like the okay. best content. And that's the beauty content, of TikTok, content. I think, as opposed from any other platform is that it, everyone is so honest. Everyone's like, raw. They're like, whatever. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, it's just like right. perfect but yeah well I love, I love you and I'm really happy that we got to talk and like Lacey said if you want to hit her up for any advice or help or whatever you can hit her up you can hit me up hit yeah. a metaphysical lick baby we're, we're evolving and growing into beautiful beings and you know just just living, yeah. living life crazy you know so but anyways um, I love you and I okay. will okay and thank you everyone for listening okay. All right. Yes, <laughs> okay. All right. This is hit a metaphysical Woo. lick. <laughs>